It's Wednesday, February 1st, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Stocks finished January in a bright green mood as U.S. indices moved higher Tuesday after fresh readings on growth and inflation in Europe and surprisingly strong manufacturing and services data in China. The Nasdaq Composite jumped 190 points, which gained 11% in January, its best start to the year since January 2001, when it gained 12%. The S&P 500 rose 58 points, while the Dow Jones Industrial Average added 368 points. The indices added 6.2% and 2.8% respectively this month. The Federal Reserve's two-day policy meeting started yesterday, with today's rate announcement and press conference in focus. Worker pay remained elevated at the end of last year, but showed modest signs of cooling, according to fresh data. Home prices, meanwhile, fell in November. In other news, when Western allies decided to up the ante of confrontation with Russia by pledging tanks for Ukraine, It raised the prospect of the next possible level of armament donations in jet fighters. The Ukrainian government, which has been asking for jets for months, redoubled its call this week, saying it needed U.S. F-16s or German or Swedish aircraft to replace its Soviet-era air force and dominate the skies over Ukraine so it can push Russian forces out of the country. Once again, Western allies are split over the wisdom of the move. When asked about it Monday evening, President Biden gave a one-word answer, no, to the idea of providing F-16s. Germany, like the U.S., is opposed out of concern that it could push Russia to expand the war beyond Ukraine. In France, President Emmanuel Macron said maybe. Some other allies are in favor. Such divergence has typified the allies' response on advanced weapons requests often until they find a way to make it happen. The discussions over tanks lasted months before Germany and the U.S. agreed. Some see a similar pattern here as concerns mount over escalation in the war and the desire to give Ukraine a big push to counter an anticipated Russian offensive. Meanwhile, Russia has violated the New START treaty cutting long-range nuclear arms, by refusing to allow on-site inspections and rebuffing Washington's requests to meet to discuss its compliance concerns, the U.S. State Department said in a report sent to Congress on Tuesday. The State Department's finding that Moscow is in non-compliance with the accord marks the first time that the U.S. has accused Russia of violating the treaty, which entered into force in 2011. The lack of inspections has also made it harder to verify the number of warheads Russia has deployed under the accord, the State Department added. The finding comes amid concerns that the sharp tensions over Russia's invasion of Ukraine may endanger prospects of cooperating on arms control and negotiating a follow-on agreement that would take effect after the New START treaty expires in 2026. Back in the U.S., The head of the U.S. Food and Drug Administration proposed consolidating the leadership of the food side of the agency Tuesday in response to criticism of its slow response to the baby formula shortage and other food safety concerns. The plan unveiled by FDA Commissioner Robert Califf reorganizes the overlapping food divisions by putting a single deputy commissioner in charge of food policy and regulation within the agency. 
Putting one official in charge of most food-related issues unifies and elevates the program while removing redundancies, enabling the agency to oversee human food in a more effective and efficient way, Dr. Caliph said in a statement. And, the Biden administration is turning to India for help as the U.S. works to shift critical technology supply chains away from China and other countries that it says use that technology to destabilize global security. Administration officials hosted meetings this week with a delegation of Indian officials and U.S. industry executives seeking to facilitate technology development and investment in India as part of a broader U.S. push to cultivate alternatives to China. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.